Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. St. Joseph County is seeing a new spike in COVID cases, but this one is different from earlier variants. While infections are up, the number of severe cases and deaths are down. Health experts say the newest strain of the coronavirus may spread easily, but it is likely to cause just mild symptoms. Health officials say coughing and drowsiness can be expected, but especially for those who are vaccinated or have had a previous diagnosis of COVID-19, those symptoms likely won't be severe. So health officials recommend that you just be aware of your situation. Those who are immunocompromised should consider that they face a higher chance of catching this quickly spreading virus. County health officers say a rise in hospitalization rates can be explained by the spike in general cases, which experts say is not a huge surprise. And not out of the ordinary to have a little bit of COVID anxiety. Uh, That said, uh, the number of deaths and hospitalizations uh, continue to be um, quite quite lower than uh, what we saw uh, early in the pandemic. Health experts say there is no way to tell when the number of cases will come back down, but until then, it's recommended that you quarantine if you are infected or a close contact to someone who is. WSBT 22's Ann Lurie reporting. Indiana lags behind most other states in the U.S. when it comes to average teacher pay. That's according to a recent report by the National Education Association. Here's that report by the National Education Association. They made it into a handy map here. And you can see Indiana ranks 41st in the nation when it comes to average teacher salary. Now, pay is a main factor in recruiting and attracting teachers. So we wanted to know... How do our local schools compare? Future teacher Caitlin Hansen graduated in May and doesn't know what's ahead yet. I student taught at Mary Beck in Elkhart. And you liked it? I loved it. It was amazing. What she does know is she wants to feel supported. Their school is what I use as my, like, my comparison. Like, I want a school just like them because they were so beautiful with their children. They have, like, amazing community within their school like you can feel the community the the parents love the teachers um and the principal there was amazing he's learning that all of these for many future teachers that support is more important than pay that's probably a good thing since the average pay for an indiana teacher ranks low compared to nearby states here's what we found According to the most recent statewide data, the average teacher salary for the 2020-2021 school year was 53,997. The average starting pay for teachers in the state was around $32,000.
Five cents, excellent. How do our local school districts compare? For the 2020 to 2021 school year, the average salary in most school districts in St. Joseph County was below the state average. You can see, on average, Mishawaka teachers are paid the best at $54,000 a year. In Elkhart County, most school districts are below the state average, including in Elkhart and Concord. The average salary in Middlebury and Wanee schools is better at $53,000 and $54,000, respectively. Average salaries will likely go up when schools submit their most recent data within the coming months. That's because starting this school year, state law requires teachers make a minimum of $40,000 a year. Some school districts have already started to make this change. For example, in South Bend, new teachers last year started out at $42,000 a year. New teachers will start out at $43,000 a year next year. In PHM school district, new teachers started out at $42,000 a year. In Elkhart, New teachers started out at $41,000 a year. And in Mishawaka, last year, new teachers started out at $43,000 a year. Uh, Joseph, what's the challenge? It's important to note, locally, the highest paid teachers work in South Bend, where the max teacher pay is over $81,000 a year. The state of teacher compensation in Indiana has meant schools have had to stay competitive. Our students are paying attention to that, and so it's major for them. Teachers that graduated this spring are aiming to have a job by the fall and hopefully a paycheck. We're fortunate that we see where so many of our districts are raising the, the starting salary for their teachers, and that's wonderful. We've got to keep that going, that momentum going. And according to that NEA report, schools across the country are working to improve teacher pay, but it hasn't kept up with inflation since 2012. WSBT 22's Kristen Bean reporting. Improving South Bend one neighborhood at a time. That's the goal of a development proposal for the near West Side neighborhood that was presented to the Common Council last week. Officials have been gathering public input on this project for more than a year. This 43-page presentation shares the vision of the near West Side neighborhood development for the next 20 years. It has a great historic character. We have a lot of diverse residents. We have a lot of people that are very involved in the neighborhood. It's close to downtown. It's a great, I raised my kids there. It's a great neighborhood. Ann Mannix has lived in the near west side neighborhood for nearly 30 years. She's been going door to door for suggestions on how the community can grow for the next two decades. So we got a lot of input. And some of the issues that were identified like parks and traffic were highlighted in the plan. So we like the plan because it's a roadmap for future development. Before planning for the future, leaders have to look to the past. Some raise concerns about the historic environmental issues in what used to be an industrial neighborhood. Serious pollution problems on the far west side. The city of South Bend director of planning says those issues take time to address. Some residents do have concerns about environmental issues in the neighborhood, and rightfully so. Uh, there are um, a lot of post-industrial sites in South Bend, they need to be addressed. The Indiana Department of Environment is scheduled to take soil samples from the area later this month. That information can be used to determine what areas need to possibly be remediated and where new development can begin. People living in the near West Side neighborhood hope the city will address issues like street repairs, affordable housing, and building parks. Repairing and expanding South Bend's home repair program and promoting corner store businesses are also a top priority. 
So we have a great neighborhood and we're looking to making it even better. South Bend Common Council is expected to discuss the plan again at its next meeting in two weeks. WSBT 22's Ronnie Doss reporting. The fallout from the overturning of the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade ruling continues to be seen in our area. Whole Women's Health in South Bend is seeing a massive increase in calls about its services. South Bend's only abortion clinic is seeing a massive influx in calls. Whole Women's Health typically saw 30 to 40 calls a week. After the U.S. Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, it's closer to 100. Clinic leaders say the calls aren't just from people in Indiana, but from states where abortion has already become illegal. The main thing they're, they're really needing is help finding where they can go. Um, we're getting calls from um, places where abortion is already illegal um, due to trigger laws. So Texas, Kentucky, Iowa, um, Ohio, um, some of those are not surprising. Some of them are a little more surprising. Clinic officials say that they have received multiple calls from other states looking for assistance. WSBT 22's Jennifer Coleman reporting. Three children were seriously injured in a crash last Sunday at State Route 2 and Quince Road, less than two weeks after a deadly crash at the same intersection. One car had three children inside, ages 2, 5, and 13. Some suffered serious injuries. The St. Joe County prosecutor reports... The two- and five-year-olds were not in car seats. Neighbors say they heard the loud crash, followed by the horrifying sound of the children screaming. They say they want to see a change in what they say is a problematic intersection. State Road 2 and Quince Road are normally buzzing with cars and semis until Sunday night when both roads were closed for hours for the crash with children involved. This comes less than two weeks after a deadly crash at the same intersection. The St. Joseph County Police Department reporting that five crashes have happened here so far this year, with six in 2021 and six in 2020. I pay attention more clearly, though, when I'm in this area because of the fact that there has been accidents. And neighbors like Pamela Neverett that live close by are used to hearing the horrifying crashes. But Neverett says it makes her even more nervous now that her teenage daughter has a license. I just tell her to slow down, you know, go the speed limit, no matter whether anyone's honking at you or not. Hesitate before you go into the intersection. This is a trick her neighbors taught her when she moved in in November of 2020 because she and other neighbors tell us that vehicles constantly barrel through the red lights. Something needs to be done because we've only been, we haven't even been here for two years and there's been so many accidents and deaths already at this intersection. INDOT says it has recognized the increased need for safety at this intersection in the recent years and has doubled down on signage, buzz strips, and a slower speed limit. The public relations director said, quote, there's also a planned resurfacing project in the area which will take place in 2023 or 2024 so we're continuing to monitor this corridor and looking to see what additional improvements could be implemented at that time. INDOT says some of the possible improvements include adding curbing and further reducing the speed limit. But again, that wouldn't be for another year or two. WSBT 22's Erica Finke reporting. Could the end of legal abortion lead to more abandoned babies? Women who are looking to give up a baby anonymously and without prosecution can do so because of safe haven laws. In Indiana, safe haven baby boxes provide locations at local fire stations. Mothers can drop off a baby 30 days old or younger. 
The mother can leave without any communication or paperwork. Locations have a latch on the outside of the building for the mother to set the baby in the climate-controlled hospital-grade bassinet. After a mother places a baby in the box, an alarm sounds with firefighters getting to the baby in under five minutes. They're prepared not only for the babies, but for the mothers as well. Because we've never had a post-row and uh, baby boxes before. So I, I don't think any of us truly know what's going to happen. Monica Kelsey is founder and CEO of Safe Haven Baby Boxes with more than 100 locations around Indiana. And if there is an influx of babies in our boxes, we stand ready to, uh, to do our job of, of allowing mothers to utilize our boxes. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week a hospital-grade box that mothers can leave their baby in with no threat to the child and no strings attached. A chance for the mother to remain anonymous if she chooses. I am fighting every single day to make sure that women of this country have a safe option um, to abandonment. Uh, we don't want them to abandon their child. We want them to put them in a safe place um, so that their life can go on and the mother's life can go on in an effort to keep babies and mothers safe. Baby boxes can also provide medical and other care to the mother if she chooses. Allowing her uh, a safe, legal, and anonymous option, uh, I think is going to help uh, her find peace in her decision. With the awareness that if they do see an increase in drop-offs following the overturn of Roe v. Wade, they're prepared. If we get more calls, we'll just assist more women. You know, any state in this country, if a mother is, is in that state that needs help, you know, and wants to surrender her unharmed child, she can go to any, any hospital in America and do that, and they stand ready. Kelsey says they continue to expand their locations, and while they haven't had to provide extra supplies yet, each location is well-equipped if more blankets and other supplies become necessary. WSBT 22's and Lurie reporting. The train ride at South Bend's Pottawatomie Zoo is back on track after being shut down for improvements. A train ticket costs $3. The money goes toward bringing new exhibits to the zoo. That's why officials say expanding the train experience is so important to the zoo. The zoo train already takes guests past exhibits like the otter exhibit and the South and North America exhibit. But with new animals coming to the zoo this year, the train will also be weaving around those exhibits. The second part of the current renovations is giving the animals a better experience. Pottawatomie Zoo officials say animal welfare is their top priority. That's why they want to get animals away from the cages and in more naturalistic habitats. The zoo is also continuing to improve the experience for guests. Last year alone, we increased attendance almost 100,000 people. So that's why we knew it was important to start focusing on these amenities. We know we need a new concession area. We know we need additional restrooms. Um, and we're off to even record numbers this year. By the end of this year, the zoo expects to have a new lion exhibit. They also plan to bring in tigers and black bears in the near future. WSBT 22's Taylor Gatoni reporting. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff, or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 